Sound Pages is a literary series featuring resident artists in the Jack Straw Writers Program. When I say, my father played the piano from memory, but could read no notes at all, I mean, I love you. This program features the work of 2014 writer Michelle Peñaloza. She spoke with curator Felicia Gonzalez about her work. In your own writing, how, how do you take risks? There's always something at stake in my poems, in that I'm not trying to just be clever, and I'm not trying to just write something that I think is beautiful language. I'm trying to make your heart feel something. I'm trying to access that heart space. Often that's really risky because we live in such a glib, ironic, you know, it's not really cool to have so many feelings. And it's very difficult to talk about and write about and explore and negotiate those things in a way that is not full of cliché and sentimentality. And so that's a big challenge for me to try and find the details that really matter and make something artful of them. Now we'll hear a selection from Michelle's live reading. Thank you all so much for coming. Uh, I'm going to read you some poems now. Lessons in Communication. If you enter a house through the window instead of the door, a ghost will follow you. If two dogs bark at night, you know the ghost wants to watch Dr. Zhivago cry and steal all of your wheat toast, your Earl Grey, and your butter. Should you suddenly feel a weight upon your chest, the ghost would like to speak with you about its concerns regarding your late night habits. You eat dinner too late in the evenings. You smack your gums while watching television. You are a terrible judge of character, really the men you bring home. You smoke too much, and you haven't been to mass in years. Also, you no longer make an effort to speak to the dead. This, the ghost will say, is very disappointing. To hush a ghost, you must spin counterclockwise three times, hold your palms upward, and whistle Mancini's Moon River. <laughs> You can never really make a ghost hush, but if you stand within a circle of salt, knock three times upon a mirror, and light a single white candle, you can manage a ghost's moaning. Order it to stay in the starlight, to stay on the other side of the window's glass. When you get lonely, you can press your ear upon the darkness and listen. Crickets, bitter, melon, gold, leaf, Bulls, breath, fox, glove, what, sight, tree, fall, rain, cloud, dust, dust, dust. Um, so I stole the title of this poem from Lee Young Lee. Just full disclosure. <laughs> Patterns of love in people of diaspora. As a child, I swallowed my sorrow a swelling of invisible wings, syrup sweet, stuck, fluttering in my throat. 
I want to sing, but I don't know any songs. Against the softest parts of us, scales of sharps and flats swarm a music that lives inside the skull. How to free this buzzing in the mind, in the mouth. When I say, my father played the piano from memory, but could read no notes at all, I mean, I love you. When I say, he told me a key change is an opening, a sweetness, a hollow in the throat, I mean to say, and now, say you love me back. So I'm working on this project right now uh, called Landscape Heartbreak, where uh, I ask volunteers to take me from the Hugo House to places in Seattle where they've had their hearts broken. It's a lighthearted project, <laughs> you know, it's uh, very full of levity. And, uh, and so uh, the next uh, few poems, or the, the second half of the poems I'm going to read um, are related to that project. Um, so the first one is uh, one that I wrote before the project, but is sort of the, one of the poems that I think of as the impetus for um, the idea for the project. And then the rest of them are responses to walks that I have um, taken with people. Um, and pe you know, people are so generous with their stories, and so I hope that my poems do something to, to speak to that generosity. Custom. I told you once over coffee and wheat toast about the Eskimo practice that offers the angry catharsis by way of walking in a straight line. Today, I eat breakfast alone and think how we stood for months inside the fixed spot of one house. Do you remember the walks we used to take together? Along tracks covered in moss in one town, covered in kudzu the next, all the while collecting our markers. River stones, snake skins, the suede beads of unopened wild poppies. I lined our window sills, filled wooden bowls along our bookshelves, keeping record of the distance we traveled together. I went away once and left you the coin I fished from a pond the night I named the dozen koi I sang to after my father died. I returned with a stone I did not skip across the frozen river, but kept warm between my palms. How long it took me to perceive the pattern of a circle, every day annular, with less and less to hold. Did I stand still? One morning I found the bowls and shelves empty, the next gone. At the end of the line, an Eskimo strikes a single stick into a shelf of snow as record of the strength, the length of his particular rage. This next one is called, We Walk a Heart Around Lake Union. And you point to buildings and streets that bear the scars around your own the elementary school that taught you difference and its consequences, the law firm where 25 years later your daily prayer and hijab reinforced the lesson. There, the bus stop where you last saw your brother, out of his mind and out of your reach, his mouth an open sore. 
We've talked many times before about what it means to be noticed, to be threatening and invisible at the same time. In this way, we are sisters. We stay close, two brown women walking together. You say, the city's always been very segregated. And it's true that when you walk north, the prices rise and the faces pale. We touch the scotch broom and lilacs erupted in spring, notice the renegade ferns growing upon the stumps of old docks. All along the water's edge, we note the glorious blue made bluer by the hulls of gleaming white boats. Upon a hillside, suffuse and green, amid artifacts of rust, people fly kites, edging out over the skyline. On your left, bikers zoom, zoom past us, their spandex, the shine of their helmets rejoicing. It's true that people here are different when exposed to the sun. They crowd the sidewalks with strollers and wagging dogs. Sunglasses, then, smiles and hellos. We pass condo after condo, clustered houseboats, marinas of artisan sailboats, luxury yachts. Who are these people, we ask, looking in. All day you've spoken the landscape of your life as we walk among places that no longer exist, neighborhoods reconceptualized and fenced off. This city does not want me. What do we do when the ground we claim as home changes beneath our feet? <clears throat> landscape layered you can look back remember the stories beneath all this shine we part ways upon a freshly paved green space in the shadow of history and industry people play bocce on gravel among orange cafe seating beneath an awning along the water a man carves a canoe from salvaged cedar the announcement at first, it's the meals you remember most. We had Thai before. Beth brought us pagliacci's after. The nurses give you binders to help you find funeral homes. They use the word cremation. All the while, this body you can no longer trust. This body still needs to eat and sleep. And so Andy stands in line for food you will refuse to touch. Iggy, Ignatius, a name of warmth and fire. What do you call labor when you know the baby inside you is dead? Birth is not the word. The arrangements are not of homecoming. The calls made not, it's a boy, nor she's doing just fine. You wait. Someone turns down the light, quietly shuts the door. And here, you question how your body could continue to need anything from you. Iggy, Ignatius, the name you chose, a tinder. Tender is the word you think. Andy dances with him, swaying his still body, not quite yet a body. Those tiny, discernible hands. You look away, gaze at the window. Pray for the city to burst into flames. Right, lighthearted project, like I was saying. Um, <laughs> and this is my last poem. Thank you guys so much for listening. Remove all dads.
Dying is such an irresponsible thing for a father to do. People do not laugh at our dead dad jokes. Dying is easy, but comedy is hard. You make art about elision and absence, the unsayable and the image erased. I write poems about all the men I've used as placeholders, men as cardboard cutouts, men as presence and noise and collage. We walk around and wonder aloud if the dead can love you back, I mean really love you back. And we are funny because we seek out the dad-shaped holes to find in the world. At the Home Depot, buying supplies for tree houses and koi ponds. At every wedding, lumbering down aisles, later doing the funky chicken. <laughs> the atmosphere of every reading, gallery opening, graduation, school play, parent-teacher conference feels drafty, a bit windblown, what with all the dad-shaped holes milling about. We find ourselves overcome by boxes of uneaten jelly donuts and bear claws. We spot battery-operated Christmas tree neckties winking from the windows of skylines, and we sometimes, momentarily, wake in the hold of baby blue velour recliners, cradling the wind upon which we rest our heads. Thanks. Sound Pages is a Jack Straw production. The 2014 curator of this program is Felicia Gonzalez. This episode of Sound Pages was produced by Jenny Cecil Moore. Recording engineers are C.J. Lazenby, Tom Stiles, Mo Preventure, and Steve DeTori. Narrator is Jen Hammond, and executive director of Jack Straw Cultural Center is Joan Rabinowitz. Theme music by two trios with Victor Noriega, Jeff Johnson, and Greg Campbell, produced through the Jack Straw Artist Support Program. The Jack Straw Writers Program is made possible with support from the City of Seattle Office of Arts and Culture, Fort Culture King County Lodging Tax Fund, the Washington State Arts Commission, the National Endowment for the Arts, the Paul G. Allen Family Foundation, Arts Fund, and individual contributors. All of the writers heard in the series are published in the Jack Straw Writers Anthology, available for purchase and featured online at jackstraw.org. Thank you for listening. <laughs>